Schefter to give us a, a closer look at the Patriots. Their play-by-play announcer, Bob Sosi, joins us here on the Arizona Sports Line. Bob, good morning. How are you? Hey, I'm doing great. Good morning, gentlemen. Um, Bob? The, the, the Patriots, a couple games ago, 6-4, and four, you know, right in the thick of things in a very tough uh, AFC East. They lose two games, two tough games. At 6-6 six and six with the picture uh, it being what it is in the AFC, do you get the feel the Patriots are treating, and they got a really tough uh, end to their schedule too, as you know, Bob, but are, are the Patriots yeah. looking at this uh, this trip to Glendale as a, as a must-win for them? I think they have to, you know, realistically, considering where they are uh, with the games remaining. And you mentioned the schedule because after this trip, and they're going to have a short week to play the Raiders following Monday night. They'll stay in Arizona between games. Then they go back home and on Christmas Eve entertain the Bengals, who are playing much like they were at the end of last mm-hmm. season. And then they have a couple of divisional games between uh, the Pats and Miami and Buffalo. And those two teams have won eight of the last ten meetings. Uh, two teams the Patriots dominated for a long time, and the tables have been turned. So they got a tough road ahead of them. They've been, as you I'm sure are well aware, uh, very inefficient, to put it mildly, on offense. And I think looking at the matchup of, of the Pats and the Cardinals on Monday night, they've got to see that as an opportunity to try to get something going on that side of the ball especially. Uh, But there's no doubt about it. This is a playoff caliber. This is a playoff game for them in essence. Mm -hmm. Hey, Bob, you know, the the offensive statistics in uh, more than a few categories, shall we say, are not great. From where you sit, which is a pretty good seat, obviously, what do you think are some of the issues you can kind of put your finger on as you guys roll into Arizona this weekend? Well, I thought Vance Joseph uh, yesterday sounded a lot like uh, <laughs> just about everybody on the Patriots feed and even a good number of uh, callers into our flagship here in Boston on the subject of the Patriots offense when he said it looks like uh, the players are being called by a defensive coach. Uh, and you start right there. The offensive play calling the system, it's been an overhaul this year. Go Belichick seeking to simplify things and condense things also uh, made the very unorthodox decision to put the offense in the hands of his former defensive coordinator, Matt Patricia, and of course the former special teams coach of the Patriots, Joe Judge, both of whom have been head coaches, uh, not necessarily recognized for offensive expertise. And Matt Jones in year number two has taken a step back. They've had a lot of offensive line issues in addition to you know what hasn't been, uh, for the most part, a very innovative offense or creative offense. As Joseph said, a lot of screens. Uh, they try to play the quick game, which on the surface, I think initially going into Buffalo made some sense, but then they, they were really uh, late and, and maybe never did make adjustments in that game. Uh, and so when I look at the Patriots offensively, you know, it, it figured to be an offense built around two running backs, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson, who's been by far their best player. Unfortunately, Harris has been injured a lot and didn't practice yesterday. Uh, the offensive line, I think, coming into this season, you know, was a bit tenuous and uh, they have really struggled. Isaiah Wynn, a first-round pick from five years ago at tackle, has been out of the lineup for the most part and has not played well after they moved him from the left side to the right side. Trent Brown uh, hasn't been the player he was in 2018. And uh, then I think, you know, you, you 
look at the receivers and the tight ends, and they're just not getting enough production, especially given the money they're paying, especially in the red zone. It's a very poor red zone team, a very poor third down team. You know, it's funny, Bob. Vance Joseph actually meant it as a compliment. I'm going to guess the boss. I'm going to guess the Boston callers don't mean it as a compliment. What's the what's the level of frustration in New England right now? Because let's be honest, Patriot fans they are not used to this six and six nonsense, Bob. <laughs> no, uh, you know I, 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 they go twelve and four, and people aren't happy. Uh, you, you know, harkening back to days not too long ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's funny I, when I when I heard the comment, I, I, I chuckled because he sees what everybody else sees, but uh, you know you don't usually hear a, a coach say that. And you're absolutely right. I don't think he's saying that <laughs> in a negative way, uh, but it certainly uh, is consistent with what a lot of people have been seeing here. And the frustration, in in fact, and I think this is this is why it, it really resonates uh, with me. The frustration has been spoken not just by fans and talk show hosts. It's been expressed by players. And it really went back in veiled ways for the most part, but nonetheless, uh, it, it was said uh, in, in various instances, on the record, off the record, according to reports back in training camp, it seemed like things had started to turn in a different direction. They, they moved the ball in a couple of games back-to-back, particularly against Minnesota before they faded in the fourth quarter there. But then after this last game against Buffalo, you know, Kendrick Bourne, a player who, who's really fallen out of favor for whatever reason and has had a role reduced after a career season last year, uh, spoke out about uh, the, the scheme and expressed his frustration. There was the shot that's been replayed uh, yeah. any number of times of Matt Jones getting upset on the bench and, and yelling whatever uh, expletives uh, he did regarding the quick game uh, and his frustration about not being more aggressive as the Buffalo contest really started to get out of hand. Uh, so the frustration is there, and it's been spoken, as I said, not only by fans but by uh, by. Uh, players and, and it certainly is. I think it's picked up a lot of momentum as the team has really struggled to play. Bob Sosie, the uh, play-by-play announcer for the uh, New England Patriots, our guest here on Arizona Sports. Uh, on the other side of the ball, I think part maybe part of the frustration too with Patriots fans this year, Bob, is that defense is pretty good, and a couple of guys up front, Matt Judon and, and Josh Uche, have been fantastic. Can you just give us a little thumbnail on, on what the Patriots are going to offer the Cardinals on that side of the ball? Yeah, Judon is having another Pro Bowl year for them. You know, and I I referenced the lack of production for guys they paid big money to on offense. You know, they gave really I think outsized contracts in free agency last year to Aguilar and Henry and Johnny Smith, for example. The one free agent signing though that has really paid off for them is Matthew Judon. Twelve and a half sacks last year. He's got thirteen this year. Uh, Uche has really come on of late. He's had a couple of multi-sack games in the last few weeks, and he's a guy with tremendous athletic ability and and the, and the talent to rush the passer coming out of Michigan. Big problem for him though is. is been a lack of health, uh, but we've seen him, you know, really kind of show what people expected from him all along uh, here in the season number three of the last few weeks, as I mentioned. But I think it'll be interesting to see how they try to defend Kyler Murray with his mobility. Uh, a couple of times they got uh, position out of, out of position against Josh Allen, and he made them pay. And, you know, with Belichick often, uh, if you don't maintain your integrity, or you better uh, as a defensive player. 
Uh, and I th- have to think that's going to be an emphasis in this case. Maybe not try to get upfield and, and sack Murray, but at least uh, try to force him to, to diagnose coverages from the pocket. Uh, they've got a couple of guys on that side of the ball that I think are critical to them. Jalen Mills did not play last week. He did not practice yesterday uh, with a groin injury. Uh, they've got a couple of young players they've been using a lot more, including Arizona State's Jack Jones, a rookie who's made some plays early in the season, but I think he's been exposed a little bit. It's going to be interesting to see how they try to match up uh, with the Cardinals' receivers. Jonathan Jones has been their best cornerback, but he was exposed a little bit uh, by Justin Jefferson and then Stephon Diggs. And, you know, Hopkins certainly is, is in that ballpark, yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I got a feeling that, you know, the Patriots are going to have their hands full uh, if, if uh, Arizona gets something going. I know they've been up and down offensively for the most part with a lot of injuries. But, uh, you know, the Patriots defense kind of let them down as well uh, in those situational spots against Buffalo last week. Hey, Bob, I don't know if you know it, but we, we had the Celtics here on Wednesday. The Bruin, yeah. Bruins are here tonight, Patriots here on Monday. So any New Englander who was savvy enough to check the schedules is out here having a hell of a week, going to games, playing golf. Scottsdale's officially out of beer already. I got one, I got one more for you, though. And take this, Please. take this 80% fun, 20% serious. Why am I seeing so much smoke billow? about Brady coming back to New England next year. Tell me about that, Bob. Why is smoke, why is smoke starting to billow? Give me something, Bob. Give me, give me anything. <laughs> well, uh, you know, I don't know if Brady is, uh, you know, is infallible uh, uh, or, you know, is, is up there with the Pope. Uh, per se, but uh, you know, in, in in these parts, uh, he may even rank higher. Uh, maybe he's a deity uh, <laughs> to people in these parts. So I think, I think you know, especially uh, watching him last week is an example. I mean, watching him in the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay after the Patriots had gone seven and nine uh, with the offense they had in twenty twenty, and uh, you know, you're looking at the offense this year, and then watching Brady and his heroics at the end of the game against New Orleans, I could I can understand why people are longing for that and clamoring for that. I don't see it, uh, frankly. But then again, I didn't see him ever playing for the Buccaneers. I, I knew it was a possibility and a strong one that he might leave. But I just didn't think that marriage you know, would ever be consummated. And, and here we are uh, with, with Brady yeah, 45 still going strong. Yeah. But frankly, a, a disappointing Tampa Bay team today. Uh, but, you know, there's, there's desperation, I think, for a lot of people, real frustration. I think anger, frankly, and in, in, in a lot of cases, rightfully so, over the way it ended, you know, with Brady essentially being allowed to walk out the door. And, and uh, you know, I think that uh, it's, it's, it's a part of the everyday dialogue here, guys, frankly. Honestly, even before he left, the conversation, who was more important of the Bates side, mm-hmm. the head coach or the quarterback. And, and, and so I got a lot, you have a lot of smoke uh, that's being, uh, uh, you know, signals being uh, sent up uh, to the sky uh, from fans and from media, <laughs> you know, and, and uh, who knows, maybe some people around the organization. Yeah. Bob, thanks so much for uh, joining us today. Great to talk to you. Uh, really enjoy the insight.